1: Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrano back again to talk about 90 Day Fiance. It's week 13 of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. And uh, we had uh, another wild week with these couples. They're up, they're down, they're good, they're bad. Uh, Here to talk about it all here with a man who it's nothing but good with him. No ups and downs here with Mr. 90 Day Fiance. Puya Zambakili, Puya, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, Rob. It's always a delight to talk to the my favorite owl out there.
1: Yes, and you are quite a tiger. I try. Yes, you know. yes. A lot of like bird talk on the shows that we cover these days.
2: Seriously, like, what yeah. bird? Yeah, I don't know Who's what a pigeon. Happened? Who's an owl? But like the surge in bird interest has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's come from, but that's where we live now. Are those any of the costumes on the mass Singer? Uh, actually this season fun fact first season since the uh, first season ever no bird costume every oh. other season has had a bird costume okay.
1: yeah okay all right i guess the other shows have to pick up the slack in the bird talk
2: got to get the balance going rob yes puya how's your week going? my week's been good rob it's been busy obviously a lot of shows out there a lot of coverage out there so you know I've been trying to bounce around but ultimately I had a great weekend refreshed ready to go i did lose an hour of sleep like yep. everyone did on yep. sunday that kind of you know Took me down a little bit, but we're back up. Yep.
1: Yeah. The one bright side for me was that um, the dog uh, is sleeping later. That's the good news. Dog oh, doesn't understand. know. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah, the dog, dog will sleep till seven thirty now. So there you go. All right, Puya. Let's talk about uh, a cast, which some of them you could constitute as dogs here uh, in the Ninety Day Fiance world. We'll uh, leave it to the imagination to talk about who. But why don't we start with uh, Memphis and Hamza, because this was a week where it did start, things were headed in a, a very good trajectory at one point, and then uh, things have really gone off
2: the rails. You're right. They started, they've had a relatively strong last couple episodes, they've been on the upswing, but right now it really does feel like there's a spanner in the works coming through. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's about to equalize this whole thing, but, uh, you know, and it's all from Memphis. I feel like Hamza's been been playing ball, but Memphis might be pulling the ball back. He was barely in the episode. Honestly, this was more of a Memphis and Hyatt, Hamza's mom segment this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and Memphis's lawyer.
2: Yes, and translator.
1: <laughs> yes, okay. So we start off the episode. Um, I guess mom had heard some good stories about Hamadi, the
2: translator. Yes, you got some rave reviews, Rob. Five stars for Hamadi.
1: Okay, so uh, mom says, uh, we should go talk to the translator. I have some questions well, to ask.
2: Mom had some things to get off her chest, for sure.
1: Yeah, and so we see Memphis and mom go sit down with Hamadi to talk. And boy, Hamadi is, this man is the MVP.
2: It must not be easy to be in the middle of these tense conversations and he does them seamlessly without hesitation.
1: Yeah. And so he not just translates, but he kind of like puts a little bit of a spin on things to sort of like uh, make it more
2: palatable at times. For sure. There were moments that he translated relatively accurately. Then there's moments that he just freestyled and said, I'm going to say this instead. Mm-hmm. It'll give the sentiment I needed to say.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, mom has some questions. I I, again, I think that she um, had some legitimate questions about like uh, she understood um, that there had been some things in Memphis's past. Uh, She wants to first uh, talk about the ex-husband. She's worried the ex-husband won't accept Hamza.
2: Might be surprising to some, not to me. Uh, I feel like a lot of the theme of the conversation with her, Rob, is. What's the ex-husband in your life going to be like? Is he going to give my son troubles? Is he going to give your relationship troubles? And how do you combat that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you say not surprising to, to you, uh, wh- what do you mean by that?
2: I just, I feel like, you know, uh, what we've learned this season with Hamza and Hamza's family and kind of the way they their belief system works. When you're divorced, that's a complete separation of the two. You're not to see each other again or... Kind of like you're not in each other's lives anymore. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is something that Memphis's mom, uh, sorry, not Memphis, mom, Hamza's mom, having been divorced, is used to and is worried that it's going to impact her son because we've learned that obviously she has a closer relationship to the ex because they share custody of the children. Mm -hmm. And while Memphis attempts to, you know, make it clear it's just a co-parenting relationship, it's very clear that Hamza's mom has some reservations because to her when you're divorced it's a full separation mm-hmm. like you are pretty much out of each other's lives not even like one foot in the door kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. okay so mom also understands that there was something that happened with memphis younger uh, which was younger and she was is this going to have any sort of bearing on what's going on with hamza
2: this was not a question that Uh, Memphis wanted to hear Mm -hmm. because I feel like this is where Hamza overshared with his mom right Hamza said a little too much that was just for Hamza but I feel like Memphis does do a good job of basically saying listen I went through a lot and I didn't have the love that Hamza had I didn't have the support that Hamza had and like we learned that you know Memphis was homeless growing up her and her mom and they struggled they had a lot of trauma from there but that that's not going to affect your son negatively, and I'm going to be there for him. I'm going to support him, and you know she buys it. Memphis, Humza's mom is fully backing Memphis now.
1: Yeah, there was one point where Memphis is like, okay, now this is when I'm starting to get ticked off.
2: <laughs> in the same, in the same inflection, too. Yeah, literally point for point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was not happy, but then
1: you know it seemed like that they came to uh, an understanding uh, and. You know, uh, mom says that, you know, um, that Hamza loves her uh, and and Memphis doesn't want him to get hurt. So felt like that after this, they had a good understanding. They seemed like that they were in a good place to the point where they're going to go dress shopping and really like uh, laugh it up.
2: Yeah, they're completely now in a open path to greatness because they were going to go dress shopping. But then uh, Hamza's mom wanted this conversation. Now, Rob, they can go for dress shopping. Completely easy, smooth sailing, <laughs> path open.
1: Yeah. It was a pretty funny uh, scene where uh, Memphis is trying on the dresses. Uh, she tries on the green one first. Uh, mom, uh, Memphis's mom kindly says uh, it's not her color. Uh, but then she comes out in one that they're looking for some sort of a more of a uh, traditional wedding dress uh, for Memphis. And she tries one on. That uh, has a hat part of it. Um, yeah, everybody is like uh, just cracking up at uh, how awkward this is with <laughs> Memphis.
2: Well, she, the, one of the dresses she wore, she came out like the, um, you know that song with Lil Pump and Kanye West where the, they're the big blocks? Mm-hmm. She comes out walking a little bit like that. It is not a good fit. But another one, the color wasn't really a match for her. Also, uh, Memphis's mom is on FaceTime while this is going down. They do Goldilocks it and eventually they find something that works.
1: They find something that's good. Uh, uh, Memphis's mom says, okay, that's the one. Okay, they find one. They're laughing. uh, Good times had by all. But then we see Memphis, you know, she's still thinking about that prenuptial agreement. So she gets her lawyer, uh, a lawyer on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And she would like to get a prenuptial agreement before she gets married Lawyer asks, okay, so when, when are you getting married? And she says, uh, Monday.
2: It's a casual thing to drop, mm-hmm. you know, on the lap of your lawyer two, three days ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. listen, Matthew, the lawyer, does not hold back, says, listen, you can't get that done now. At best, what I can offer you is a post-nup, but that wouldn't hold as strongly as a prenup would. So the only other thing you can do is delay this wedding, which... You're talking to Memphis who said, if we don't get married this trip, we're done.
1: Yeah. To me, this seems very irresponsible on Memphis's part, that she was the one of, okay, you know, Hamza, he leaves everything to the last minute. He doesn't plan anything. And here you, here's you, Memphis, out here with trying to get a prenuptial agreement in 72 hours this isn't
2: dominoes seriously like you for all the shade you've given Hamza this is something that's so important to you that you've not even had drawn up because I do think the move would have been have the prenup drawn up then have the conversation with Hamza if he's game give him the prenup to look over and and you're set right but I feel like, Rob, I feel like this is something that she didn't really think about until she got there, saw how Hamza lives, what Hamza's situation is, and then decided, I need to protect myself. So Mm -hmm. I don't think she's thought about this ahead of time. But if this is now clearly something that's very important to you, you've messed up big time. Yeah. What do you
1: think about this? Because I feel like that you've seen more of these 90 day fiance couples like sort of go sideways a la like uh, Mike and Natalie from uh, mm-hmm. The Single Life where, you know, once what, once you now have, you know, uh, gone through and had this wedding, you know, to to what degree are you like uh, financially liable for this person? Like if it doesn't
2: work. Oh, entirely. You are entirely Mm -hmm. financially liable. Especially when you, when they venture over to the states and they sign, they go through the process and the adjustment of status, the partner in order to get the the K-1 visa is saying, I am going to be financially responsible for my partner until X date. And X date is usually when they're like completely independently a citizen or like a permanent resident of the, um, USA. Yeah. So,
1: and does a prenup affect, affect that it, as part of like the K-1 process?
2: Well, the thing is with the prenup, um, that would just protect you know your assets or your fine. Like you're not splitting the money down the middle, but let's say they were to get divorced. Memphis would still have to as long as Hamza's in the States before he gets to his citizenship, I believe. And Leon mm-hmm. will correct me if I'm wrong. But until then, she still technically has to, you know, make sure he is financially covered if he needs it. So obviously at that point, let's say Hamza's working, he's making enough money. He moves out. He's living on his own. He's fine. Nothing Mm -hmm. happens. But if he ever needs the financial coverage, she has to provide it.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's a tough call uh, here. Uh, (laughs) Should she postpone the wedding or should she, uh, you know, just go through and try to go down the road of the post snub? I mean, I don't know a lot about Hamza, but I I don't know. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who is going to get like lawyered up to try to like uh, get half of
2: Memphis's estate, right? I really don't think so. It doesn't. I don't think he's about that life, you know. I feel mm-hmm. like depending on how the breakup goes, would he then do it? But then would he know to lawyer up? Would he know that he could get more? I have no idea. But then what intrigues me about all this, Rob, is. Uh, two times in this episode Memphis brings up you know Hamza doesn't have property and I want to build a house now does build a house equal having property or is it you have ambitions to have property one day
1: uh the phrase build a house yeah um yeah I I mean I, I think it would imply like a new construction um but maybe she could be like Sort of like substituting like a house and a home.
4: Mm,
2: true, true. I just, I'm baffled by this because, you know, the lawyer makes it very clear. If you want a prenup, you have to delay this wedding. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Memphis says, well, oh, my relationship, the relationship is going to be in jeopardy now. Memphis, you forced him to get married on this trip. Mm-hmm. He tried to get more time and you said, no, if you love me, you're getting married now Mm -hmm. and what's gonna happen now you might have to be the one to be like if you love me we have to wait (laughs) how's that gonna work
1: right yeah do you think they're gonna go through with this what do you think with the prenup no the, the wedding is the wedding happening on 90 day fiance
2: on 90 day fiance i at this point i would say if i'm calling my shot i say no because unless they do a huge time lapse and it goes okay two months later one month later Memphis is back and they're going to get married. I don't know. So. Not on this. Trip.
1: Okay. So you, so you think that they're going to hold out for the prenup and then they will have the wedding at that point.
2: Yes. Unless next week I come in with the clown makeup because Memphis walks into the house and says, all right, let me just get dressed. And I'm ready. I think
1: that they talk it through and I think they decide to go through with the wedding and maybe also like with the prodding of the producers like, hey, it's, you know, it's not that important. You, I I know a guy you could get the post up. It's not that big a deal.
2: I could see that. I could see her getting convinced
1: otherwise.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah sort of like where the diary room gets you to sort of like, uh, rethink uh, a nomination. Like uh, I could see potentially where, you know, uh, Memphis is sort of like prodded in the direction of like, come on, like you this is our, this is our a one story of, uh, the only chance we have for a happy couple this season. Listen,
2: the power rankings are very, very fickle. Yeah. And
1: think about the power rankings, it. Memphis. Yeah. Um, she comes back. I didn't like this. She comes back and and then tells Hamza, I'm staying at a hotel. I'm leaving. I'm, I need to sleep at a hotel tonight. And he's just like, wait, why? No sleep here. She's like, no, I'm going
2: to a hotel. Yeah. So she tells us that she thinks that Hamza would potentially change her mind or make her think something she doesn't want to. So is this a move away for the night for clarity, for just thought? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's an interesting move if you're also not disclosing why you're moving. I wonder what Hamza thought was yeah, going Yeah,
1: he's down. like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. What did, what did I do? What did I do? Did she go through my emails? I don't think Did she find the 2014 Legoland email?
2: <laughs> Under the folder trips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm
1: Yeah. So, no, I feel bad for Hamza in uh, this spot. Not that Hamza has been like a, you know, a... Uh, perfect uh, you know match for Memphis at every turn but I mean he he's just trying to roll with the punches here of figuring out what like what she wants to do and I think that he has like given in to every single request that she has had he has really not put his foot down on anything has come around to what she wanted to do and now all of a sudden you know he even said I'll sign the paper if you want me to um and then she because of her own screw-ups found out that she can't do it on this trip is like you know she should be up front with him and let him know like hey i i gotta think this through
2: i think so too i mean honestly Hamza's just a puppy that is following memphis's lead and to leave him in the dark like that i mean he's not gonna know what to do with that so ultimately now what we see on the next time on is memphis pulls up to the house and Hamza's family they're all dancing it's like a small intimate party you know having a party and she comes in and she wants one-on-one talk with Hamza so Mm -hmm. that's where we leave you Rob thinks that they'll talk it over they'll be fine I think it could spell the end now I I, the more we've talked about it I think Rob is right on this one but we'll have to wait and see next okay we'll
1: see uh next time out let's uh talk about another one of our couples um can we talk about the wild ride for uh, Mike and Jimena in a lot of different ways?
2: Uh, very, very different way. Hit us with it,
1: Rob. So we picked things up right from last week where Nelsi got, was the, was, uh, the translator. And, and Nelsi is sort of like the uh, bizarro Hamadi. Nelsi, I think, agitates situations. I mean, had Hamadi uh, you know, uh, been able to be the translator here, would have been different.
2: Honestly, I feel like Nelsie injected a little bit of her own opinions and feelings as well. And not in a nice and mild-mannered way, in a very heavy-handed, I'm gonna make it clear how I feel way.
1: hmm Yeah. And so that basically um Mike wanted to break up with Himena. And Jimena, uh,
2: that surprisingly uh said that I'm not done with you yet. Not yet. I'm willing to, you know, I'm, I'm, they, <laughs> Rob, this is so agonizing for me. These yes. two, they are upsetting me. They're being ridiculous. Why? Why are you upset, Puya? Because they're just both idiots. They're both idiots. I feel like they are beating around this bush. I don't think either of them knows what they want, or they both know what they want, but they know they're not going to get it, but they're still doing this anyway. So, the whole thing is Nelsie essentially tells um, Mike, short of, listen, you're a disgusting pig and she wants nothing to do with you. Get home. I mean, she kind of did tries say to, that. She said it nicer. <laughs> she said it nicer than I, I feel like she wanted to. Mm-hmm. But Mike feels like, I'm going to give it another shot. I'm going to give it another shot. I'm going to try this out. Then they get the call right outside, Rob. And then things go sideways. What are your thoughts been on this whole thing?
1: Yeah, I am Team Nelsy on this. Mike, okay. needs, Mike needs to leave. He needs to mm-hmm. give up. And so, you know, um, uh, but I do feel like that Mike is sort of like, Mike clearly does not want to leave. Like my Mike does not want to listen to the good advice, but I feel like that no. he is willing to use Nelsie like sort of like as a, like a weapon against Jimena of like, uh, like, oh, my friend is saying I should leave. I guess I should break up. I guess I should get out of here uh, because especially when he got the positive feedback of Jimena said, don't leave. Uh and then as we'll talk about uh what happens back at the house uh at that point where like uh, okay now Mike has gotten the positive reinforcement okay if I say I'm leaving ooh uh, th- this is actually you know a positive reaction that okay this is because he doesn't want to leave but now yeah. okay now well now I have this card of oh, I I I might leave where are my keys let me see mm. uh let me uh they're around here somewhere all right I'm leaving I'm leaving uh, let me just, uh, Oh wait, hold on. Let me just, uh, do one more thing and, th- and then I'm leaving.
2: Yeah. Let
1: me just pack the suitcase mm-hmm.
2: cause I'm going to leave. So obviously that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like he's trying to push it as close to the line to get her to say, no, wait. And then it kind of works out for him. He's definitely using Nelcy as the bad cop to his good cop in this conversation. Mm-hmm. But what I think he may not have predicted is that, I think Nelsie went a little too deep on the bad cop role. Maybe it was a little detrimental um, to this relationship. Do you think so? Why? Because I feel like there's a diminishing returns with being the bad cop, where if you're a bad cop that is respected, you're more of a messenger bad cop, I feel like you're in a better spot with someone like Jimena. Whereas the way Nelsie's been talking to Jimena, it's a little bit more... um, uh not covered up it's a little bit less veiled it's very obvious it's very like in your face you are doing this to my friend Mm -hmm. that Jimenez might potentially start to take insult to the way she's being talked to here
1: well I think what happened here is that okay so it seemed like I think Jimena was a little bit scared when uh, Nelsie says okay Mike get out of there get out get out move Mm -hmm. uh and mike's like i I guess i gotta go to the airport and then jimena was like hold on uh oh i lost him all right let me see and then uh, she ends up like very quickly like reeling him back in uh like all (laughs) in the case of one night and then i think she realizes after that she's like okay uh, i i I still hold all the cards here he's not listening to nelsie yeah that listen that nelsie can say whatever she wants uh, and, and she also like, uh, like, oh, Mike, you're going to let so you're going to let this woman decide everything like a little baby, like uh, you do whatever she tells you to do. And Mike's like, no, no, I'm all mine. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that there was this was the, like had Mike actually left um, the, that night. Like, maybe it might have been like, maybe Jimena might have been like a little bit more like, oh, OK, well, you know, and I really got to like mind my P's and Q's because uh, he might listen to other people's advice. But uh, Jimena, I think very quickly realized like now still have him completely under my spell.
2: Oh, she won. She won the battle for sure. Uh, ultimately, Mike talked about potentially going to a hotel. She convinces him. Otherwise, he says, maybe I'll stay for another week a week another week come on mike you'll stay there a year if she says so rob yeah he's like well okay well maybe i could do uh, stay another week <laughs> well here's the thing i'm pretty sure he still had a week left on his trip so he's just not gonna get a new ticket he's gonna use the original mm-hmm. ticket i think
1: yeah he went well, very I, quickly from all right let me go see what like and i feel like that between uh mike and kimberly i think like there's a lot of empty threats to go to the airport in this episode
2: yeah, it's a lot of you're gonna do nothing and be okay with it, but you're gonna pretend you're gonna do something, mm-hmm. and and no, and everyone's gonna call your bluff. No one buys what you're selling at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Jimena should have been like, "Safe flight," right? And honestly, that would have cut deep for Mike. I really think it would have crushed him. Mm-hmm. So, but Rob. So then, uh, Mike talks about. I'm, I'll say another week. Jimena says. OK, well, listen, I'm going to try and change. I'm going to try and, you know, be different, which basically, if Mike was smart, would be, yeah. I'm going to try and not be disgusted by you. I'm going to really mm-hmm. push through that mm-hmm. and, and not go with that impulse anymore. And then Mike responds with like probably the saddest thing anyone said on this season of 90 Day. Um, Will you sleep with me, please? Like, what are you fought fi- Like, what is this, Mike? Mm-hmm. This is the way you're. I can't blame Jimena for, for feeling some type of way. It was a very much like a, can I get a hug now? Like, no, Mike, you can't Mm -hmm. do that, but it works.
1: Yeah. But to me, this was upsetting to say the least of that. uh, So Mike tells us about how, well, I got lucky, uh, which is, you know, a little icky, uh, you know, (laughs) A little
2: very icky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And on top of that, where Mike tells us, remember we talked about how he got regulated to the car's bed last
2: week? Yes. Yes. yes,
1: We debated also is it worse to sleep on the couch
2: or sleep in the kid's bed? People said, the people have spoken, Rob. Kids' bed. Kids' bed. You had that. Now,
1: Mike and Jimena then had sex in. Which which uh, what are the kids Harold and Juan Juan David?
2: Yes. Yeah. Was it in
1: their bed? Yeah. That's what that's what he said.
2: Well, hopefully he didn't go by the way of Lightning McQueen. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. That's uh, that's what he had to say about the the whole thing, which I just think is is
2: is pretty gross. I, that makes me uncomfortable. Like you have your own bed. Don't use the, the kid's bed yeah. is not for that. But
1: I guess, I guess the kid slept in her bed. But still, I mean, this is like on a TV show. Um, I I don't know. Did not, did not sit, um, sit well with me.
2: I mean, that's very fair. Rob. I feel like that's a very fair feeling to have here. But this is where we get our, uh, I think my favorite line exchange of the episode, which uh, in the middle of complimenting Jimena for the great sex they had,
4: mm-hmm.
2: Mike says, If you were an animal, I'd say you're a tiger. Yeah. Translator hits it back. Jimena laughs. And <laughs> Mike asks, well, well, what kind of animal would I be? And she said, Well, since you like to stare a lot, you'd be an owl. An owl. Yeah. A very good owl, but an owl nonetheless.
1: Yeah. Um, Mike does, I, I, and so, you know, I, I could see Mike as an owl.
2: I'm not mad at the comparison. <laughs> Giving me some Hedwig for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: like, uh, I definitely could see, like, that's an easy Photoshop, Mike the Owl.
2: Honestly, I could do it while we're doing this podcast, but I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. so I won't. But It would be very easy to. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. All right. So uh, that's the high point for uh, Mike and Amanda. They're going to go to dinner. Dinner starts off pretty good. It seems like they're back to sort of like uh, the good old days. Going to go to Abu Dhabi,
2: mm-hmm, is which name- is yeah, themed after Abu Dhabi, the city in the UAE. So mm-hmm. I was like, represent, love that. Yeah, but, but- then Mike decides, let's talk wedding. Let's Rocks. talk about the wedding time. Yeah, time to talk about the wedding. Yeah, yeah.
1: So Jimena says, first off, um, yeah, uh, Nelsie not invited to the
2: wedding. I'm shocked. The woman who braided me on the phone, not coming to my wedding, Mike.
1: Yeah. Which is, I think going to be tough because I think that she's married to Mike's best friend.
2: Who would, we assume would be the best man. I think,
1: well, Mike has brothers. I I would imagine his brother is probably the best man, but definitely a guy that's in the wedding party.
2: Yeah. Like a groomsman.
1: Yeah. One of the groomsmen. And so this is going to be a problem. Um, uh, Jimena will say Why do you have to tell your problems to everybody
2: Just be with us just, be, just keep it between us Which part of it is sound Rob But also I think she wants complete control over Mike I really do Yeah and also
1: well, yeah, How many scenes did we see of Jimena Telling her sister Her father All the problems with Mike
2: A lot Like She's just as guilty of this yeah, and she honestly, like, Mike's Mike's things he tells his friends are, I feel like the love is gone. I feel like she doesn't, like, we're not there. Hers were this disgusting slob has skid marks and he's dirty and eats weird. Mm-hmm. and Like, nothing but painting him like a creepy, creepy person. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, Jimena, like, your your stuff is, like, you don't need to share those stuff. You can just mm-hmm. share, like, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. That's fine. And so she drops one more bomb on Mike. She says, okay, you know how you got lucky yesterday? We will not sleep together again until we're married. Why? Reasons.
2: Just, re- hey, and respect the reasons. <laughs> Don't question the reasons. That's it.
1: Okay, so this was, uh, I thought, pretty interesting proclamation. Yes. What is Amanda aiming for here? Does she is she trying to speed up the wedding? I mean, it's interesting that she doesn't say no more sexy time until you pay for my surgery, mm-hmm. which I feel like that that would be a little bit more clear, but no more sexy time until the wedding does she just say, like, okay, it was, it was so bad, I can't do this again, and since I know that we're actually really never going to get married because um, I, I am making other demands than I just uh, then take this off my plate?
2: So I could see it being that um, more so. So here's the thing, right? So she tries to keep him on side the night before and agrees to have sex because – Mike was convinced that that's what's missing from mm-hmm. the relationship. Clearly, Mike then feels very happy about this the next day. Feels close to her. I think she said to us the night before, I need my space, but I also always need my space with other relationships. I've pushed them away. I think she thought, let me embrace them. Let me like not do what I usually do. I'm not fall into my regular patterns. But then, after the night they had, she thought, mm, you know, I still need my space. I don't think I was... You know, I said I would try, but I don't think I'm there yet. So by now pushing it to when they're married, I think basically that's her saying that's when I decide if I'm going to stay with them or not. Mm-hmm. And if I stay with him, we get married. We do all the stuff. If I'm out on him, we don't get married. We do none of the stuff. And in the mid- in the meantime, I have my space to figure it out.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: OK,
2: well, we'll see
1: what happens there. And it looks like next week we're going to go back into more. Mike's like, I'm
2: leaving. I'm
1: leaving again.
2: Rob, That's it. Not only does Mike say I'm leaving, he's waddling and running away, like jumping across streets to get away from her. Mm-hmm. It looks ridiculous. There's another guy on 90 Day Universe named Paul who has done something like this. I always love when they run away like this because they can't outrun um, the camera. Like, well, yeah, it's like they they just can't push themselves far back enough and they think I have to run away otherwise I'll get like Taken back in by mm-hmm. him. I know, which honestly I believe Mike would. So it's like, he knows he has to run away, but also I feel like Mike has equated a lot of their relationship to sex where if they're not doing it, then they're not together and they're not like, everything's not okay. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I guess that's how they've built the relationship, how the foundation is there. But also we've seen other stuff that would prove that like, this shouldn't have been the thing that like makes yeah. you think otherwise.
1: Well, a couple things on that Puya. Um, you know, as I, I was doing my uh, research for this podcast and, and my Bible study, uh, you know, the first thing I came across this morning was uh, that uh, you know, there's no fear in love, and I'm sensing a lot of fear from Hamana, and 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 really not not a lot of love. Um, and second. They have literally nothing else in common and they don't even speak the same language. So I think for Mike, who's very insecure about this relationship, I think when the sexy time is happening, he feels like, okay, everything is good. Um, Okay. She's being very cold and mean to me. Um, Things are not good. So I think that that's a pretty good indicator. I, I honestly, I don't even think that it's necessarily that Mike is like all about the, the sexy time. la even like a Gino. Uh, I -hmm. think that really, if she just like sat with him and like uh, was like, uh, you know, warm towards him, uh, I think that that would similarly like ease some of, you know, uh,
2: Mike's insecurities about the relationship. I could see that, you know, I could I think a cuddle, just some affirmations. I think he would take that. I think he gets none of that. And the closest he feels is. During the sexy time, because that's the only time she's really close to him. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see I can see what you're putting down. Your word spoke to me, Rob. That was poetic. Thank you, thank you.
1: Okay, all right, Puya. Let's take a break, and when we come back, um, let's let's talk about what's going on with Kim and Usman, who are having a a similar issue about whether or not one of them is going to leave, whether or not it's over, Uh, a big gesture that needs to happen. We'll talk about that.
0: Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm really, you know, flabbergasted as to this story with Kim and Usman. It's been one wild turn after another. And last week we got the big reveal about Zara, who mm. actually was another woman that Usman had been uh, romantic with. And Kimberly said, you know, you're making me look like a fool, yo. And she's just be- ready to like call the whole thing off. She goes on Zoom Talks to a friend. Now, Puya. I'm not trying to get out of a bet that I already paid for. Okay? But that yes. being said, I did think it was very odd that twice in this episode, Kimberly references that, that her and Usman did not have sex. She tells her friend that they they did not have sex. Uh, later, she tells Usman that we didn't have sex. And he's like, oh, oh we did. She's like, okay, yes, but it took a week, and we should have been much further than now. Do you mm-hmm. think, as we were talking about last week, is it possible that this did
2: not happen? I mean, I told you, Rob. I said that I don't know if I trust the legitimacy of we saw nothing from the same. This is the same show with the same producers that gave us the full Caleb and Alina like foreplay on screen. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we get nothing, does it count? And you said, "Listen, I'm willing to pay the bet." Accounts like, "Okay." Yeah. I still don't trust it. I still don't this trust
1: shady. it. It's shady. Like why
2: does she like they, I mean, they did have sex. Why is she telling her friend they didn't have sex? Well, I think well, the thing is, did did she I felt like she was just reemphasizing that they didn't immediately do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also maybe she forgot and it was a Freudian slip. Who knows. But she didn't say he made he made me wait to have sex. No, she said that to him. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. Well, she okay. So she said that he didn't want to have sex until the relationship, and then mm-hmm. that was a big red flag for her. I don't know, Rob. Is is my true answer to you? I don't know where they are with all this, with the with the physical intimacies of this relationship. Mm-hmm. I've been skeptical at best about it this whole time. So that's kind of where we are with them currently. And uh, her, uh, what's the call? Her friend Vanessa. Basically says, yeah. If it was anyone else, you would have left by now. Why are mm-hmm. you? Why are you trying to chase this Nigerian rapper singer? You don't need this.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, she uh, says a lot about like, uh, oh, my friends. Uh, you know, they, 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 wait till they hear about this. Like, she's really like uh, talks about how, like, uh, you know, her. She talked about her son before, but to, this week she talks a lot. About, oh, my friends don't even think this is a good idea.
2: Hard to see why.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So we see we see her on FaceTime talking uh to her friend, a skeptical friend on standby, a ninety day staple. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Classic stuff.
1: Okay. So she feels like you know Usman. She talks about this a lot in the episode. He needs to make a big gesture. She's like, and I don't know what
2: it is. It's not my.
1: He has to figure. That's his problem. He has to figure it out. And if he doesn't make a big gesture.
2: I'm out of here. Yeah, who do you think you're dating, Sierra Easton? Like, that's not what you're here for. You're not going to get a big move out of nowhere. Um, Well, it's weird because she's done all these big, you know, she got him this chain, the PS5, the MacBook. And essentially what we hear from her, Rob, is she now wants – I think she wants like a movie level gesture. like she
1: gonna- wants a, like a, a freestyle rap about Kim. That is going to be uh, the next single dropped from Soja Boy.
2: I think she would take that. I think she would take a love ballad an R&B hit. Any of mm-hmm. those would be acceptable. I think she would take like rose petals leading to the bed. I think she wants like, a, will you forgive me written in the sand by the beach? Like, I think that's what she's angling for, and mm-hmm. to me, that just feels like—isn't that forced at that point? If he, if you're essentially assigning homework for him to do, then mm-hmm. that doesn't feel authentic to me. That like, yep. why would you want that?
1: Here, Puyo, I, I just I queued up. This is what she's saying with her friend. Uh, what I was talking about. Tell, okay. tell me if I'm if I'm crazy with this. Okay. Up to this guy, and then it's just like I had to wait like three. or How long? It was like five days before he even. Well he slept with me But we didn't have sex And then he was saying He didn't want to have sex Because you have to be In a relationship Like whatever And I'm like so down on my se- Like she yada
2: yada The best part right Right well th- Was this the before Remember when they initially Were like sleeping in the same bed And he didn't want to Yeah uh, she do said she,
1: That he waited five days To that we had to sleep together And then he didn't want to have sex Because we're in a relationship I And mean, did the producers cut When well, she's like And then we did have sex And I know it was Yammy 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 Um but just seems like uh, you know she she did not uh, based on what what we see in this conversation. I know they chop these things up. Um, she kind of leaves out the best part.
2: Yes, but also the best part would have negated her earlier argument of he didn't want to do this stuff with mm-hmm. me. He didn't want to do any of this because now was mm-hmm. like, well, then we did it. It's like, well, then why are you bringing this stuff up?
4: You, yeah, there, that, there's no ground for that.
1: that's a fair point. Yeah, why yeah. why are you talking about this then? Okay. Anyway, so all right, so they go down by the pool. We got to meet up by the pool. Uh, Usman, you know, wearing jeans to the pool.
2: Classic attire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jeans are easily the worst thing to wear by like the water. I hate it. Yeah. Wet denim, not for me.
1: Not great. So uh, Kim sits down with Usman and says, Hey, uh, let me see that necklace. Let me see that necklace
2: I got you. Okay.
1: Okay. He takes so off he the holds necklace it. And basically she uh, resets About how like uh, You know how, how hard this was for me to get For you
2: Yeah so She says what did she say She like had it uh, Sent somewhere then she had to get it Expedited back cost another $45 Just to get it for his birthday It was a big gesture she did Rob
1: mm-hmm. Pouya, Am I a real Hater if I say that I think the Soja Boy necklace is kind of uggo
2: oh <laughs> rob rob okay why tell me why why is it uggo? i don't like i
1: don't like the font it looks like it's like kind of melting okay
2: so this is the 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 soldier boy chain like the big mm-hmm. one yeah yeah i didn't like the font either i'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. The, the letter j specifically stuck out to me as like a little comic Sans. it's a little comic sansy right yeah right yeah, i didn't love it yeah
1: but okay so this it's fine it's, it's on the fine. same page yeah yeah i mean uh maybe uh should i consider like a you know maybe a necklace what would it say rob i think like that's too short for uh a, a necklace about like rob
2: c or do you want it to be like long because like your your full name is too long for, for too, a necklace. too long for a necklace yeah yeah hmm. like A chest plate at that point um mm-hmm. let me think about I'll, it we'll figure it out we'll find We'd love it, to get like, some help middle. from the listeners Okay, listeners, this is your assignment this week. Give some recommendations, whether design or name for Rob's uh, necklace. Could be RHAP? Could be RHAP. Could, does it have the hashtag up front?
1: I don't know. Are we still doing the hashtag a lot? I feel like that's kind of over. Is that chugy now? I think hashtags might be chugy.
2: Yeah, I think saying them outside of tweeting them is chuggy. Mm-hmm. Like verbalizing it, probably not the best.
1: Yeah. But. Anyway... So she says, well, let me hold on to that necklace. Uh, and she says, you know what? I'm taking this. I'm keeping it. And, um, you know, you got to make up a, a big gesture, a big
2: move, or I'm, or I'm leaving tonight. And she basically says, you're, you're not getting this chain back until you submit your homework, which mm-hmm. is this big, big move. And he, you know, laughs a little bit. And like, and says, ha ha oh, this ha. Is funny.
1: That's funny. And she's like, oh, really? That's funny. This is funny. And she throws, throws a drink in his face.
2: Honestly, they've shown us this preview for the drink in his face, I think, early in the – before the season began. If you had told me this is the reason why, I would have said you are being ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Of all the things Usman has said to her, this is what caused the drink in his face?
1: She says that she is triggered by him saying that's funny. Her ex-husband used to come home with, uh, you know – lipstick on his collar and phone numbers in his pocket and say oh you're so funny when you're mad and then this is uh, triggering for her
2: is this a real story i mean it's a it's a story that is here in front of us i mean i'm intrigued right because it sounds fake to me
1: like lipstick on like lipstick on a collar like i feel like that is that real what
2: song did you pull this from kim that's my question yeah. Again, Phone numbers like, in his pocket, lipstick yeah. on his collar. Like I am by no means out here trying to, you know, make comedy of someone's trauma by any means. But also the way the story was whipped up with he came in and he had lipstick on and all these numbers, but then he was playing stupid. In my head I'm like, wouldn't this dude try to be sneaky? Like would he mm-hmm. trying? To, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen. I don't even know how you get lipstick on a collar. They keep saying that in songs. Who's kissing someone's shirt? Yeah, aren't you kissing skin? Like, hey, I just got my white
1: pressed shirt on. Hey, dame, stop kissing! <laughs> stop kissing my collar. <laughs> my wife's gonna be real salty about this.
2: <laughs> and Kim was. So there you have it. That is why uh, the the ex husband was I've never shady. had lipstick on any collar. Rob, I seriously don't think i have either like i don't and like maybe you know what maybe we're the dummies maybe we've not had Mm -hmm. the the affection maybe someone's gonna be at us and be like wow you've not really experienced love then have you Mm -hmm. i don't know like maybe that's where it is but Mm -hmm. ultimately no matter what true or false kim says that the the word was the word funny said in that cadence said in that mocking tone was triggering for her so she was she was done with him. She's basically fed up with him. What
1: mm-hmm. laundry day must have been such an adventure at Kim's house between getting the lipstick out of the collar and then taking all of the
2: phone numbers out. Oh of the God, pockets. the paper out of the pockets before we'll throw mm-hmm. them in the wash. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that stuff would have. Oh God, that, that would have made a mess of the laundry. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So she's like, "That's it. I'm going. I'm storming up to my room. That's it. I'm. 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 That's. He's got to make a big move. She goes back and forth between." She's uh, leaving tonight. Oh, and then she's or she's going to tonight. She's going to make arrangements.
2: Essentially, to me, I'm calling her bluff. I don't think she's got anything going on at the airport. I think she's going nowhere. I mean, she's, she's listen, Rob, this. She bought the biggest suite at this resort. She is using every single day of that resort, Mm -hmm. no matter what happens on this trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is she paying by the day or you think she's already paid throughout a certain time? I think she's paid already. I think she's paid till like whatever the end date they had
1: planned. Is Kim independently wealthy between the Michael Jackson hat and the Soja Boy necklace and the PS5 and the laptop? I mean, she's
2: giving me like she's very, you know, fortune yeah. I mean, yeah, she got a lot of fortune going. We saw her but, on the
1: set. I mean, she might be, uh, you know, like, um, you know, the, the boss lady.
2: I forget what her job was. Was she a nurse?
1: I don't remember her uh, being like, uh, like an
2: executive. No, I think she took care of her mom is probably what I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. Yeah. Uh, that might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. She
1: did not seem like that. She was, you know. Really, of uh, you know, substantial means, but who knows? Right,
2: who knows? Who no. knows?
1: Okay, <laughs> maybe she just uh, knows how to get good deals. She's like a coupon, extreme couponer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm honestly, good deals are half of it,
1: yeah. Okay, um, this is the part where, um, uh, this wasn't a great look for Usman, uh, even worse than the Soja Boy necklace. Um, he says, Hey, where I come from. Women are 100% submissive. And so I I cannot stand uh, for this from Kimberly.
2: Right. I feel like we've seen this on other 90 day seasons. Um, Predominantly when, when someone comes from an African background or an Asian background, Middle Mm -hmm. Eastern background, specifically Mm -hmm. um, we do hear this that, you know, where I come from, women are more submissive, but then, it's interesting because the argument usually gets brought out after something's happened where they're not happy with the result. They're like, "What? Well, I was playing game. I was playing ball. But now this is happening and you can't be talking back to me. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you're in a relationship not for this. Yeah. It's like you're in a relationship where you've waived that. You've said that's not the dynamic of this relationship. So you can't be having that. Um, but no, I mean, Usman does feel disrespected. Right, so he had a dr- whole drink thrown in his face, so he's definitely feeling some type of way about that. He doesn't know that the the term funny said mockingly is triggering to Kim, so he would he didn't know. Uh, how better. would he know? How would he know that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so he goes up to try to with her to her hotel room, and she basically says, you know, okay, so you're either going to do this big move or we're done. And he says, safe flight, and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, safe flight. That's it. That's,
1: That's it. it, Rob. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have a whole thing about uh, you are not in love with me. You've got to make a big move. He's not making a big move.
2: No, you love me, but you're not in love with me. Ultimately, he falls on deaf ears here. I think. I think the minute Kim threw the drink in his face, either Kim could apologize. Or it was over. Because mm-hmm. there was no world where Usman was going to think, I'm in the wrong by any means. Yeah. And and that's just Usman's character flaw right there. Mm-hmm. But these two are not supposed to be together. And I think I can say that very, very comfortably, very yeah. boldly. But, Rob, he's not gone. Like, they're still going to see still, each other next episode. More.
1: I mean, look, that... I'm not an Usman apologist by any stretch of the no. imagination, but he he had he came into this of like we are you are potential we are not in a relationship. Uh, And I kind of feel like that she's saying like, oh, you didn't do anything for me. Well, like, well, he didn't want to uh, push the relationship to the level that you wanted to. He did what he did, what you wanted. Uh, I understand, you know, you're upset about this other thing. But, you know, to say that, you know, he has not reciprocated anything uh, to you in this relationship. Like, I feel like is a is a
2: little bit of a stretch. Mm hmm. I would say so. Honestly, to me, it feels like everything we learned from Kim in that first episode led us to believe Kim would be fine if he had multiple partners. Yes. Kim loves him no matter what. And the the script has flipped a little bit mm-hmm. because, listen, personally, I'm not a – you can have multiple partners. guy, okay? And I'm a very, like, 1v1 one one monogamy, but – if you're like that that's yeah. cool, but then if the script is flipping here, then how am I supposed to feel like, you know, differently about it with you? Because also the the, the big the big mistake from Usman is he didn't tell her the song is about other like one woman specifically. Mm-hmm. But is that the biggest deal breaker for you, yes or no? And I'm feeling no. And again, it's just this whole relationship has never seemed like it was going to fit from the jump. Yeah, I just feel like they're dragging us along and I'm getting fed up. With
1: I don't it. know. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. I don't know. It's uh, the whole thing is very confusing. All right. Speaking of a confusing relationship, um, we should talk about uh, Ben and Mahogany. Please, because <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what what
2: the hell is going on here. Rob, what's going on here is a tale of cat and mouse, but they're both mice and they're both cats.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cat, not catfish. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So, <laughs> This is so weird. Okay. They, they ended up, they, we ended the last episode where mahogany is asking Ben like a bunch of questions about his past marriage and relationships mm-hmm. and, and mahogany on her high horse is like, Oh, I guess Ben is perfect. Ben, you're perfect. I guess nothing. You never make any mistakes in relationships. Uh, You know, I have to say that, you know, this doesn't sound very mature to me. And then, yeah. So then here comes, 10 pages of text. (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine? This would be it. Either, you know, if I'm Mahogany, this is the deal breaker. I'm
2: out. I'm out. And Rob, I think for Mahogany, this was the deal breaker. Imagine having a full hangout with someone who had all this opportunity to talk to you about stuff. You're in the same hotel. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. Gets home. Writes you 10 pages. And like, you know glove bombs you and and you know quotes this that whatever and then you are expected to reply to a 10 pager after you've hung out with them yeah
1: like you, you know how you respond to, to that Puya. i gotta sleep yeah, Rob. That's yeah. It.
2: potassium <laughs> just throw potassium in there yeah a, a lowercase lol if you will It's yeah, a or the, <laughs> just a thumbs
1: up that's it okay I mean, honestly, 2022, just you can like
2: react to it if you have an idea. That's iPhone. what I'm saying. So, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's not you. Right. Mm-hmm. No. We're mm-hmm. getting there, Rob. We're getting the tech. I've, I've been reading about it. Mm-hmm, Yeah. So, Puya, then
1: but her part of the story sounds like fishy to me where she was like, Oh, I didn't have my phone. And then when I came back to my phone, I saw the text and it was just too many for me to uh, answer. So I just, so I didn't answer them.
2: Just sounds very sus. Right. I mean, just tell us you didn't want to answer and that's it. We will take, we will accept that. But the whole thing, cause like obviously how far away are you from your phone? Right. If your phone's not waterproof and you were taking a bath, sure. Or are you it. taking a shower? Yes. Stop but it. yeah.
1: The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. In the hours and hours of Ben sending you 10 pages of text, you can't look at it.
2: So I will say, Rob, I have definitely, you know, there have been longer texts that have come across my computer, come across my phone that I've not replied to because I thought this needs a proper sit down and a proper Mm -hmm. reply. I can't just like two, three word it. 10 pages, I feel Ten pages, like yeah. you can't feel right just sending like four lines. You you know you have to write more, and maybe she didn't mm-hmm. have it in her to write more. Yeah, and I struggle with
1: like l- responding to like long messages that I feel like I, I heard this described once as on a podcast. is sort of like, is this a two-dimensional conversation or a three-dimensional conversation? And if it's a three-dimensional Ooh. conversation, it should be had in a format where there is like back and forth as opposed to a... Two two dimensional conversation like uh what time are you getting here uh you know running late need fifteen uh, you know uh mm. well, you know I'm here what well, you know th- th- those are things uh you know much better for you know they don't need to be spoken but this kind of heavy conversation where Ben says my love for you grows stronger every day but it seems that God has hardened your heart towards me. You fear who I am and my intentions, but there is no room in love for that. Therefore, this is not love. But know this: I do love you. I always. Will. How,
2: what do you respond to that? What is this waffle? Like, get, stop it! You're like he's literally playing out a play in her in her inbox, and she's just trying to sleep. Maybe she was watching a YouTube. You know how annoying it would be if you're watching a YouTube video and you just see this big block of messages just mm-hmm. coming into your inbox. Like, stop it. Go to bed. You've hung out all day. Go to bed. Okay. So
1: she didn't respond. Now this is where things get a little weird. Okay. Her parents showed up at the hotel. Like, again, Mm. understandable. Mahogany's parents fear for her life. We get it.
2: Right. They're terrified.
1: But I thought that, that Ben had taken her away to some place that was not near where they lived. Her parents made the trip. To surprise her for breakfast.
2: In a very Liam Neeson move, they found their daughter. They located mm-hmm. her and they, I. Rob, how weird is it that they knew exactly which balcony to sit on for breakfast? You know, that was, mm-hmm. yeah, they knew everything
1: yeah. down to the last detail. Yeah, they're in touch with production. OK, <laughs> but what was wild to me? And, and then she uh, talks to the parents and the parents are like, oh, maybe he doesn't sound like he's the guy. Uh, <laughs> very disapproving parents. Um, ben no shows for breakfast after you leave 10 pages of text and then, you no show
2: the breakfast. What is this- going on, Ben? Is the most immature You said he was
1: waffling.
2: Yeah, not in that sense. Mm -hmm. Not in that sense. Definitely bailed on the waffles there. This is very immature from him, obviously. He didn't get a reply, so he's mad and he's not going to go to breakfast suddenly. And he doesn't know that. Most important meal of the day, Puya. You have to start that way, Rob. Otherwise, you're going to be weak for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. They tell us. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Even if there was a, I was mad at someone, let's say Liana and I had an argument um, and I was upset with something she had said. I still want to eat. I'm still going to pull up to eat breakfast. Like if anything, breakfast is a great meal to, to, you know, maintain the peace or reignite the peace amongst Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Breaking bread. They literally, there's a phrase breaking bread.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I didn't understand why he no showed the breakfast. Uh, so uh, Mahogany's like, "Hey, my parents are here," and Ben says, <laughs> "I would like to speak with them in private." You want to talk to my parents in private?
2: He kicked her out of the out of the breakfast. Yeah, he's out. And so- this is wild. Rob, I don't know what this means. I do. I can't even figure out what he wants to ask is because I don't think this is a blessing thing. So I genuinely do not know what he wants from. from Yeah,
1: I, I feel like that. I think he thinks that he can win the parents over and be like, can you speak to your daughter for me? Because she is not responding to my messages.
4: Yeah, i She's think this is very
1: rude me. i know this is not the kind of young woman that you are raising can you tell her that she should be responding to me i that my intentions are pure i am uh, nothing more than to continue our relationship that she started with me and if you could say something to her i would greatly appreciate it
2: give me that footage i would love to see how that plays with her parents because I don't see that working. Did you get the all.
1: sense the parents were game for um, going going along with
2: um, th- this meetup? Yes, because the dad did say, that's fine. Let him come talk to us. But what I will not tolerate is if he talks badly about you. I think they're ready to see whatever he wants to put out there. More so than even, I think, mahogany would have been down. I thought the parents would have been like, this is kind of weird. But dad seemed all about it. hmm
1: so. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, pretty wild in terms of uh, what's going on. But Mahogany's like, oh, now I feel like he cares more about my parents than he does about me. Mahogany's looking for any reason to
2: latch onto to get out of this. I feel like Mahogany doesn't want to be the person who says, eh, "I was wrong. This connection wasn't a connection. I wasn't feeling it." Mm-hmm. Just say that. It'll say it'll be so much better than what you're doing right now. But Rob. We're on the precipice of potentially having one of the best scenes, one of the best moments next episode with Ben and Mahogany. Yes. What is it? So Ben, you know, talks to us about God placed her in my heart. And as long as she's there, I got to pursue this. And he, what I think he goes over to the, to her apartment door knocks on oh, it. Oh yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And so random opens the door. Airbnb gate very much in play next week. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. So, what was that her apartment or was that the hotel room that she um, was staying at with, with uh, like they're in separate rooms that I got mm. the sense that she had she already checked out. He said she was checked out earlier in the episode. Uh, I think she might be literally checked out. Yeah. And may have like just like <laughs>
2: ditched him at the hotel. OK, so if they've ditched him, that would be very funny. Actually, that's probably what it is. I don't know why I thought it was the Airbnb. The Airbnb would have been more fun. The
4: maybe.
1: Airbnb would have been very funny. Uh, but yeah. I, I think it was still like because it looked like it was sort of like outdoors. But right? I think that they're still at that motel where they have separate rooms. If I had mm-hmm. if I had to guess what would be even more hilarious is if that um, mahogany met somebody else at the motel.
2: And oh my uh, God. <laughs> that guy answers the door. Could you imagine? Uh, honestly, it's just these two need to stop. This is mm-hmm. over. It's, it's, stop it. <laughs> stop yeah. it. Get out. Everybody go home. Everybody go home. Yeah. It's over. Um, I pulled up the scene when he first walks into her Airbnb. You are right. They are not the same doors. This is at the hotel. Mm-hmm. This is the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens with these parents, though. I, I These two are ridiculous. I know that a lot of people out there don't really trust Mahogany's authenticity, Ben included, us included i think ben is being ridiculous with pursuing this it's messy and and given how late they came into the season i can see why they came in late
1: mm-hmm. okay puya let's take one more break when we come back okay. we've got two wild stories to talk about we'll talk about the continuing saga of gino and jasmine right. and then we'll talk about johnny and ella and what that what the hell is going on there <laughs> Wow. Okay, yeah. we'll save that one for last, uh, but we'll talk about them both when we come back right after this.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
3: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
1: Uh, you know, it's been going kind of well for Gino and Jasmine for a little bit. But, um, you know, Jasmine really uh, was reminded of how much uh, she does. She's still mad at Gino when she got a message from a like Twitter egg that basically said uh, her uh, parts of her body uh, are going to be all over the Internet.
2: Right. So obviously the big fight they had was regarding the fact that Gino sent nudes to his ex. And now some random account, Twitter account with no followers is adding her saying, your picture is going to be on the Internet. Obviously, we all know who this is. So this is this ex is making some bad moose, Robin. I'm not talking about Usman's assistant.
1: Jasmine lets Gino know about the threatening message. Jasmine's very upset. Understandably. Uh, she's uh very upset and Gino's like I, I I don't I don't think you need to worry about that.
2: What is wrong with you Gino?
1: <laughs> All she wants is for him
2: to be like show some compassion here. Show some emotion, some care. I think she take anger, she take irritation, but when he's kind of yada yadaing it is yeah. not a big deal. That's not what she needs right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, like Gino knocked the chair over when she was getting mad at him. But like, they were like, "That Jezebel! How could she do this to me? How could she do this to us?"
2: I'm gonna call her right now to get to the bottom of this. Give me the, give me your phone. I'm gonna find out who did this. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring this up. I'm gonna figure it out.
1: She'll pay for this.
2: <laughs> he needs to do that. How about that? Yeah. That would be great, Rob. That would be the hero she needs. Not someone who essentially says, eh, don't worry about it. It'll go away. Oh, uh, I just, I think it's an empty threat.
1: Like, why, Gino? Why do you think this?
2: This has he has. Do you think he's just gotten a lot of empty threats, Rob? Or do you think that he buys into this? Or he's just trying to sweep it under the rug?
1: I think that Gino, as many people in our 90 Day Fiance universe, thinks like, well if we just ignore this, it will go away. Tried and true. Uh, method, mm-hmm. Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says that I'm going to get fired from my job. Gino, I'm a teacher. I'll get fired for this. And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay your salary.
2: Bold move. huh? Mm-hmm. You, you want to bring up money? Okay. We got, we got, we got plans here because Jasmine pretty much gets very, Fed up with him and Mm -hmm. says, well, if my news are going to be on the Internet, then I'm going to do it first. So at least that way I can set a price on them and, and, you know, make some money off of this. And then she puts the idea of how much money like you're okay. you're going to give me three thousand a month. And Gino says, well, if you get another job, I'll give you money. Like maybe I'll do it that way. And then Jasmine takes it as an insult to her teaching because that's her life. And I thought, mm-hmm. I thought he meant yeah. don't do the nude for money. So and I, I, I thought
1: money. she was saying that her teaching salary is $3,000 a month. I thought okay. she said, you're going to give me $3,000 a month. That's, I mean, that, I mean, look at that. Um, Jasmine, I'm sure uh, if she, you know, wanted to apply her talents to uh, whatever, she would she be very successful.
2: Okay, I was confused by that. Okay, thanks for the clarity there. Cause I was like, why did the teacher thing come up suddenly? Okay. Yeah, I so think she that's the teacher salary. She meant the three thousand is what she's getting right now. Okay. That gotcha, was my
1: interpretation gotcha. okay. of the of the events. Okay. So that makes I, sense. Yes. Okay. Um uh okay. And um can I give can I give a spoiler? Uh, sure okay uh, according to an article from screen rant from february 8th 2022 which is well before well before this episode airs uh 90 day fiance jasmine reveals she was fired from job due to gino's ex
2: (gasps) what Mm -hmm. can you tell us more
1: uh, according to this article from Sally Padwall, uh, G- Jasmine's uh, troubles with Gino's ex haven't ended yet. Uh, as the Star Village was fired from her job due to private pictures. Okay, so I'll, uh, that uh, I'll say that the producers are innocent here. Yeah,
2: the Twitter account <laughs> um, is the
1: exes. Yeah, uh, Gino refused to admit he sent uh, Jasmine uh, look, uh, but Jasmine's trust and heart were broken, leading to a fight. Um, Gino and Jasmine uh, with bloggers and also allegedly with Jasmine's teacher shop, although she's uh, the woman's denying it Uh, while the footage of the fight between Gino and Jasmine officially makes its way to 90 day fiance. Early birds caught in to a differently edited version of episode nine on discovery plus. Okay. Gino's ex seems to have apparently shared Jasmine's topless photos with several online sources, including with Jasmine's employer in Panama.
2: Damn, that's messed up. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is according to Jasmine's, uh, I don't know if this is uh, her Instagram. She said, uh, this is the situation Gino's ex has sent my private pictures uh, to bloggers, pictures that have been used to create stories and multiple videos. Then she sent them to my job, which I lost as well. At this moment, I just want to literally die. I have no words to describe the lowest point in my life right now. I feel less than trash, to be honest, and all I am doing is crying. I just can't do more. No one deserves this. I'm trying my best, but I feel like I just can't uh, be out of uh, IG these days. I appreciate your kind words to me.
2: OK, OK, so our hearts go out to Jasmine for dealing with all this. So let's use this and put it back in the context of what we see on the episode, folks. Mm-hmm. Gino doesn't apologize for any of this. He doesn't. Ap- and by any of this, I mean, yeah, the nudes being circulated, I- the Twitter account. There's no you know, forgiveness or no. Sorry. No, like look of sadness from him
1: yeah. at all. Um, can I also say that Gino's ex that has responded to uh, the allegation? Oh, from, my from Jasmine.
4: God.
2: Okay. Uh, what did the ex
1: have? Who to said, say? A certain someone uh, out here is claiming I sent their pics to their work to get them fired when I have no clue where they work, if they even do. I also, quote unquote, bullied her child because that's what I do is bully little kids, shrug emoji. He is a creep. And that's the end of the story. Anything these two make up to hide the fact is just BS. I'm anxiously waiting for these legal proceedings, quote unquote,
2: from Panama. So she denies it. Listen, that tell all is about to be amazing at the end of the season, Rob. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot to get into there with the, with this couple in particular.
1: Okay. So a lot. Uh, a I lot mean yeah I think that that we'll definitely see from at uh Lin uh Lindsay R Y D R uh but she's uh now her Instagram has been offline
2: of course that's usually what happens with these situations isn't it
1: Mhm yeah so that's that's what's going on there so I'm sorry for
2: go ahead No I mean honestly the thing is Jasmine's just very upset with Gino because Gino pretty much refuses to apologize. And when asked about it says, well, I've already said, sorry. So why, what else do you need me to say? And I feel like she's, you know, deserving of more than just what Gino's giving her right now, mm-hmm. as far as apologies go, that like he should be very, he should still be sorry that everything happened. He shouldn't expect things to just go back to normal completely. There's not been enough time in between the, the events for her, to have had complete closure over this
1: mm-hmm. Okay So Gino Tries to apologize to Jasmine Who's still angry with him and he's like do you want to get Your eyelashes done today? she's like no Gino if I want them done I could pay for them myself I'm not one of your SB's
2: It's so funny To me because this obviously strikes A chord with Gino because We know that Gino has Indulged in the in the uh, SB business before, right? So ultimately she tells him, I don't want material actions. You lie about everything. I don't love that. And in an attempt for him to be open, she says, Hey, Show us your emails. Oh, well, your emails. before
1: that, can I just, uh, that I have in my notes? Uh, also, Jasmine bodies Gino when she says, Oh, wait, do I have to pay $200 to sit down and <laughs> talk to you?
2: <laughs> or, or, to our, or is it $250? <laughs> I think, I'll do it free for you. It's fine. For free, you, get you get a freebie
1: for, you. for yeah. you. And then Gino resets that he, he used to pay women to go on dates with him, but not anymore
2: not about that life anymore, Rob. Mm -hmm. How could he make this up to Jasmine? Honestly, he can pretty much say whatever she wants, he will do. And that's honestly, that's the only way he can make it up to her, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's and that and like just seeming upset for her and apologetic, which he's not. So that would go a longer way even than I'll Mm -hmm. do anything you want. Show me your email.
1: Show me your email. Okay? Um Gino seems apprehensive.
2: He starts doing the thing he did when they had the talk, Rob. He's like nervous, he's like his legs are like shaking mm-hmm. out of control and as he pulls up his email, you can hear Jasmine say, "Don't delete it. Do not delete any of this. Do mm-hmm. not delete it. Hand over the phone." And Rob, she scrolls. Yeah, she's a, she's a deep scroller. RJ. She's a deep scroller. And, and first, uh,
1: Gino says, like, don't don't open the new ones because I haven't had a chance to read them yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounds not. Yeah, sketchy. Not, <laughs>
1: yeah, because Gino is like, you know, he's such a, you know, executive where, you know, he's got like important emails coming in. Rob, you maybe it's his- an
2: important email. Yeah, he might miss his coupon for, like, Swanson's latest Salisbury mm-hmm. steak. Like, he got to make sure he I has all those documents. I forgot about that at Gino's
1: house. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: So she starts going through
1: his folders. What's in the travel folder?
2: Rob, do you, can I ask you this? Do you folder your email? Do you have them organized? What do you think? you like, extra do you folders? I don't know. I don't know how deep your email goes. No, my email's a disaster, Puyo. Same. Okay, yeah. good. Is, we're, we're one of the same. I love that for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His so answer. he he has a folder named travels, which I'm assuming is where he puts his plane tickets, itinerary, accommodations for his trips, basically. Okay. And Jasmine finds one from 2014. Legoland. Rob. Legoland. First off, oh, that
1: Gino, you're a grown ass man. What the hell are you doing at Legoland? (laughs) Like, that's not an adult vacation. Like, there are plenty of adults that go to Disney, Universal Studios. There's adult things there. There's nothing Mm -hmm. for adults at
2: Legoland. So my question to you is, which Legoland do you think this is? Because there's a few of them, right?
1: I mean, he's in Michigan. I'm going to guess... uh, I guess oh, you know I didn't even think about um I, I know that there's in uh like Orlando right and then also in this one um, in New York idea yeah, there's one like in Southern California, but um like uh first off like uh su- super weird for uh adults <laughs> to be vacationing at Legoland um there's uh let's see what's what's Billund? let's see. Uh, so you uh, would never
2: go to Legoland, just you and Nicole.
1: There's, but yeah, it's not. There's not like adult attractions at Legoland.
2: We don't know that. Maybe there is. Maybe I there's do like... know that. I've been there. Oh, you have been there. I okay. take my kids to Legoland. What did you enjoy about the trip?
1: That my kids, that my kids were excited. We stayed in the Legoland hotel, but it's not. It's like it's. It, it's not like you would go. Like adults would go to. Um, to, to visit, I guess there's one in New York. Um, so, do you think... Uh, this, this, it's not open yet, I don't think,
2: yeah. Was the trip... Ta- so, what I'm getting is, was the trip tailored around Legoland, do you think? Or they just bought tickets to go to Legoland and, like, look around as well? Maybe. On top of whatever
1: you're doing. But to that, I don't understand what the major problem was. That he needed to disclose to Jasmine, like, every trip he took with
2: his, with his exes. Well, I think that given how much Jasmine has asked about these exes, it was important enough to her. I mean, obviously important enough that she was like, no, you said you would only been to Upper Michigan and Disney. So what is this Legoland trip that's also in the mix here? Yeah. I feel like that was the bigger beef was that. Yeah. He, she had clearly asked them before and he had not disclosed this, but I don't think it was. I think he's. Dumb enough to not have remembered. I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean,
1: I feel like there's plenty of things to be mad about with Gino, like that he didn't disclose. Like, did J- Jasmine?
2: Do you want to go to Legoland? Right. Like, me was like take her kids. Seven years, Rob. If you have to scroll back seven years to find the first discrepancy, and that is, mm-hmm. oh, a receipt to Legoland. Come on, you're fine. If anything, you should kind of look at him and be like, hmm, you like Legoland?
1: Yeah, that, I'm out. That, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. You Why did he go to Legoland?
2: What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll tell you this, Rob. Liana's sister is a huge Lego yes, fan. that is true. That's right? true. Would she ever go to Legoland? I think she would. I think she yes. definitely would. So, Marisa, if you're listening to this, I'm not making fun of you. I promise. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're good. All right.
1: Okay. I mean, is is Gino a Lego stan?
2: I didn't see any Legos at his house. Did we? Did we see any Legos at his house? I,
1: I think that, if anything, I think Mike was doing Legos to start off the season.
2: He was. He was building something, wasn't he? He was like, yeah. If I look up Gino 90 Day Lego, do you think I'll find anything? I think you'll
1: find recaps of this episode.
2: Right. Yeah. I okay, no. If, uh, you were right. It was immediately Mike and Jimena. Um was mm-hmm. the first thing I saw. So mm-hmm. no, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to see there. So I don't know. Maybe and maybe
1: his ex has kids. I I I don't I don't know. Uh maybe maybe that was part of it. <laughs> can I
2: can I put out another question for the week for the audience? Yes. Um Legoland adults only, yay or nay? Let us know.
1: <laughs> yeah, let us know. Have, have any adults ever uh, attended Legoland without kids? Yeah, I would love to find out.
2: So, like, if you can, add us.
1: I'm not. I'm not shaming adults who like Legos. There's just there are not attractions for adults at Legoland. So like is, all is, the is, rides are the the rides are pretty much like for like uh,
2: little kids. Oh, so they don't have like adult rides of like here's a roller coaster they might
1: like, have they, i don't think they have a like a roller coaster uh, they might have like a couple that are like a little bit more for like bigger kids uh, okay but it it is like mostly tailored towards like you know 6 to
2: 14 so is is legoland like, do they have like a museum where there's like, there's all these things made of Lego as well? There's or- like, a t-
1: like a boat ride that you can go through and then like see like the seven wonders of the world, like in Lego.
2: Yeah. No, I'm looking at some pictures of as a kid, I would 100% enjoy this. this of would course. Be a, it, this it, would it, be a good time. It, my yeah. kids loved it. Yeah. Would
1: I, if I had a choice, but it would not <laughs> be in my top 100 uh, vacations to go
2: with mm-hmm. uh, Nicole. I see.
1: Well, we stayed in one, the
2: Legoland castle, Rob, the New York one's going to open April 8th. That's that's not too long, far from now. OK, should we do a live podcast from there? Uh, listen, I'll do it if you will. That will be that be we'll do the tell all from from like live from Legoland. Let's go. I
1: mean, look on the website. All the pictures are, you know, with families, with kids. It's a, it's a family vacation place
2: right i i guess that's that was my curiosity was what does Legoland entail is it kind of like a disney world um type situation or is it more so more like a like a deluxe theme park where it's mostly just rides and games
1: um hmm see but that's how i would describe uh disney world so but then
2: doesn't disney world have like more of uh you can see this world, this side, this side. There's like a Pixar wing. I, again, you're talking about. Yeah, I to mean, Lego, I think
1: Legoland yeah. does have that, but it's based on like the themes of the different uh, Lego. <laughs> this will be a whole Legoland podcast. <laughs> uh, they do have like worlds in, in Lego. Oh, I see. The worlds okay. are I, like, you know,
2: castle world. And like, uh, I mean, I feel like if you're a Lego enthusiast, then I could definitely see you go in there as just, you know, an adult like listen i grew up with these and now there's a place for it let's go so yeah. mm-hmm. again you're you're listening to two podcasters who spend a lot of their time podcasting sounding like they're passing judgment on we don't think we're the cool kids by any means just to put it out there we don't think no we're like, who thinks that so nobody thinks that I'm than cool. everybody. i, mean, I think yeah. some people think puya is cool but no rob i think people think you're cool and i think you Come don't want to and now that people think puya is a liar yeah, now I feel like there's you know you're doing the coolest thing ever. Which is, I'm not cool, even though people think you're cool. They don't think I'm cool. Yeah. You're the coolest. Stop it. Okay.
1: All right, with well, your new
2: necklace.
1: <laughs> with my necklace. Once I have my necklace, that'll be yeah. that'll be a big deal. Okay. All right. Um, so, Puya, let's talk about Johnny and Ella because we got one what? scene with them, and boy, Who this didn't? I think this is a, a bad omen for Johnny and Ella because we've gotten so little of them this season. We thought this was going to be a big night for them. They really just had the one the one scene together, and I don't even know what the hell happened.
2: Uh, honestly, we could literally sum this up in in a minute. And the long and short of it is, we saw it on the preview. Ella calls Johnny, yeah, and says, "Okay, can I play you- the clip? Can I play?" It? So oh, let's, oh, let's 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 way better.
1: Let's hear from Ella in her own words. Okay, here's Ella Please. talking to Johnny on the phone.
0: And we ended up having sex. I didn't mean for that to happen. It just happened because I was so distraught and so upset.
1: It's, you know. Taylor's as oldest as time. Yep.
2: It just, you know, it just happened to happen. Where were the cameras this day? Rob. Who is this guy? Can we meet him? No. No. I, you know why? You don't think he exists? This is—I don't think he exists, Rob. I think this is Ella's way of putting a fire underneath Johnny to push through and come to the Dubai trip faster. Genuinely, I think that's what it is.
1: Oh my God! Wow. Um, oh, so, yeah. she's she because after this reveal, she's
2: mad at, at him. The audacity. Hmm. Again, and, and you and I have been big vocal um, supporters of Johnny's choice to be cautious in the middle of a pandemic. He does say, seven, they say February seven months out. So they're in the middle of what, June
4: of, mm-hmm. like, you know, around the yeah. June I of guess, 2021.
1: I get some bad news for you, Johnny and Ella. It's not, all, it's not all smooth sailing from here on out. There's another variant
2: on the way for you, and you don't even yeah. know it. Yeah. 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 So... I mean, mean, February was not looking so good either. mm -mm. (laughs) February wasn't kind.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, this was so wild where, you know, Ella says, you know, it's not her fault. She just needs uh, the the attention of physical touch. That's her love language.
2: I, and listen, physical touch is a very, very fair love language to have for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though Gabby Pescuzzi says they're not real, yeah, Gabby Pescuzzi's literally lit a bunch of fires this past week with mm-hmm. this. Um, swept the nation, if you will. Now, Rob, whether or not I don't want to say, like I think absolutely she's lying about the story. Let's if it's real, it's real. If it's fake, it's fake. Either way, it's being used as a device to make Johnny feel bad about his decision to. Because what was going to happen? She calls him and says, what do you think? What are your plans? Or did you decide? And he's like, yes, I'm coming to Dubai this week. I'm excited. Is she going to be like, oh, and by the way, I slept with someone. All right, see you there. Like, that's how I'm feeling about it. Where she I, I not until know. he said his thing and then said her thing.
1: For her to come out here and then just be straight up lying on the 90 Day fiance. Uh, and lying in this way, she she like did like threaten like, hey, I might have to I might meet somebody. Um, you know, we've never seen this friend, this emotional friend uh, that she has that is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like such a close confidant throughout the whole season. Um, so I am I am sus. But for her to come out and not even like then like if this was a threat to play mm-hmm. the threat card again here of like, all right, well. That's I'm gonna have to now seek out this other person. She just comes out and then drops the bomb of like, "Oops, I accidentally uh, had sex with my
2: friend." Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. It just confuses me. Yeah, I feel bad for Johnny. That's the listen. My the one thing I'm certain of. No matter what Ella's story is, I feel bad for Johnny in this instance Mm -hmm. because he's trying to be safe. He's keeping an eye out for his son. He's keeping an eye out for his family. Yes. He wants to make sure they're in a good spot. And he said, no matter what, yeah. I don't care if I have to like burn the place down. I will be there in February. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good enough for her. Right. She doesn't like that. Yeah, he has a
1: son. I mean, his big issue has been like that he has to quarantine for, what, five weeks upon re-entry also, in addition to whatever time he's gone. It's a long right. time for him to be away from his son. And uh, I think that he is you know, wants to be with Ella, but you know, the world and the circumstances are preventing that. Uh it, It's, I don't even think as much that he is afraid that he will contract COVID. I think it's more that the re-entry to get back home is going to be just uh, such a,
2: a hardship. It's just, it's a lot to put on someone to do all of that for you two to meet up and like, you meet up later. Nothing is nothing in your relationship is changing, right? It's not like you have both been together physically for the last six months and now he's about to leave you. It's the opposite. You're delaying that, but then it's for a good valid reason. And that's my biggest thing with this. It is a good valid reason. You know, we've had other people in the 90 day universe make excuses over nothing. Um, mahogany said, mm-hmm. My dad says no, my dad doesn't want you to come. Like that is, you know, not maybe not the best reason. Here Johnny speaking facts mm-hmm. Okay
1: um, Let's uh, go back to Ella One more time here okay. uh, Talking about uh, you know wh- why did this happen Ella
0: I didn't mean to have sex with somebody else But the physical touch Is so important to me And I just don't have anybody
2: I mean She didn't mean it It was not on purpose Rob okay. At all All right, yeah. Poor Ella Poor, poor Ella and, and stupid Johnny for being sad and hurting her hey, feelings. Poor Johnny. He's
1: like, oh, okay, like, I will buy the a diamond ring. He's like,
2: <laughs> He's like give me a ring size right She's now. Like, are, are okay? He's like, are you okay? He's like,
1: I'm fine.
2: Uh, <laughs> this is. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> what a guy. I feel, I listen, I feel very bad for uh, him. Uh, my one thing i will say before we we begin wrapping up here is that if your love language is physical touch and you are in a long distance relationship you know the hardship you've signed up for Mm -hmm. and if you are such a big fan of johnny and you you love everything about johnny's culture then and, and his country Then you must know how strict the policies are There mm-hmm. you must know that this is better For his son and you Should honestly I think come to That understanding that it's going to be hard for you But if you've cheated on your On your you know boyfriend Here or partner Then you've done a wrong
4: mm-hmm. Whether you feel
2: bad or not you've done a wrong And you have to deal with the consequences
4: mm-hmm.
2: there. She, I, well, I mean she didn't mean it I guess not Then yeah. what am I you yeah. know yeah just, you know, what are you gonna do? All right,
1: let's update our power rankings for this week. Um, it's tough week for the power rankings, <laughs> okay? Uh, we had Mike and Jimena six, Ben and Mahogany five, Kim and Usman four, Johnny and Ella three, Memphis and Hamza were two, and Gino and Jasmine were number one. Uh, boy, um, don't know who didn't take
2: a step backwards this week. <laughs> I think everyone did, right? I, mean, I guess. Technically Memphis and Hamza didn't because we didn't see the ending of the the conversation, but they're up in the air.
1: But I would say that Memphis and Hamza, I I think they should be number one, even though, even though like it seems like that maybe the wedding could be in doubt. I don't know if the relationship is in doubt. Uh, So I think the the, the question is, should we get married now or should we postpone the wedding? It's not like, should we uh, stay together or should we break up?
2: I'm down with that. We can give them, we, they can usurp Gino and Jasmine for the mm-hmm. number one seed.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I think that Gino and Jasmine, I think probably fall to
2: number two. Uh, let's see, Johnny. I like him. Was, but yep. Yep. I mean, yeah. even though they had a huge step back, I think that it's still not a, I don't know if it's insurmountable.
1: Yeah. And yes. then on the bottom of the list, I, I feel like that uh, Ben and Mahogany should be six now. Um, You know, Mike there and Jimena at least are talking about a wedding still. Um. I don't know if we're going to see Ben and Mahogany in the same room together again.
2: If if Ben love bombs you mm. and you want none of it, then, yeah, you're out. And especially if if someone else has your room and you've checked out, you're out. So yeah. Ben and Mahogany can't be last. Honestly, She's checked out in probably, every sense, yeah. Yeah, they should have been last for a long time. I don't know. We, we joked about this, but... He was in fourth place with Mahogany when Mahogany was not a real person. So
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: now they're yeah. in the bottom.
1: That, that was really the turning point in this relationship. Once it turned out <laughs> that she was real, it was all over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then five should be, uh, I think, Mike and Jimena. Mm, what sure. do you think? I mean, oh, you, well, what do you think? Where worse than, I mean, puya rank, Mike and Jimena, but, uh, Kim and Usman and Johnny and Ella.
2: Wow, what a task. Okay, so Mike and Jimena did sleep together, but then now will no longer be sleeping Mm -hmm. together until marriage. Marriage has still not been called off, right? Kim and Usman, she threw a drink in his face. He said safe flight. He has no interest in her. She has no interest in him. I think we put Kim and Usman in fifth. Mike and Jimena, even though I think they're probably not going to stick together, they at the very least had one step forward, two steps back, whereas Kim and Usman had three steps back Mm -hmm. total
1: yeah okay so oh yeah Johnny and Ella
2: um Rob is it and you please correct me yeah is it wild of me to think that Johnny and Ella should be in fourth place because she cheated on him but I also think Johnny will probably still stick it out with her he said he's gonna buy her a diamond ring. Right. But then they have to wait seven months. The big question for them will be, do you think they last the seven months? Do you think Ella can wait the seven months to get? Well, I don't know. Is it
4: sort
1: of like, is she good now for a while?
2: Great question. Mm -hmm. Great
1: question. (laughs) Um, I I feel like that Johnny and Ella have a better chance of sticking together than Kim and Usman do. No, no, Kim, it our
2: fifth. Okay, done. Right. It's, uh, so, Mike and Jimena.
1: Uh, I mean, I think uh, I, I I said what I said. Johnny and Ella have a better chance <laughs> to stick together
2: than Mike and Jimena. All right, well then, Johnny and Ella, the only couple here that will stay in the same ranking they started on this week.
1: Like n- you know, neither Johnny or Ella is disgusted with each other.
2: Right. They're not they're not full out on each other. Uh One isn't literally the faces Jimena makes when when Mike is trying to, you know, talk, try flirting, talking, being sweet, asking for sexy time. She does not want anything to do with this man.
1: Yeah, at all. She does not. Puyah, can I give you something that came up on the 90 Day Fiance subreddit? And oh, I, I don't I don't want to put you in a bad spot. Oh, we'll let's see. So so, so that. Uh, let me ask you a question if you and if you don't want to answer just say uh, abstain or end the podcast and we could do we could <laughs> do either you those things. okay but okay. uh there's a question um ding marry kill oh no i okay all right ben cool. gino and mike
2: i did see this <laughs> i didn't open the comments to see what people had said Will you answer the question, or is it's, this just strictly I'm answering the question?
1: I mean, I can I I can attempt to answer, but I think it's almost I think it's almost impossible.
2: This is a very difficult ding, Mary Kill. Very difficult one. Um, oh my God, where do we even begin? Is the easiest one to deal with the ding? I feel like the ding no, is no, like- no. The easiest one to do is the kill. Is it because I don't know which one to pick? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very much like a Rebecca Black "Which seat should I take?" situation mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> I could justify either three. Um, okay, so let's figure this out, Ben. I could just mute the notifications from the text, and he's out of my out of sight, out of mind. That's fine. Um, so what Gino, does that mean? Wait, is, is that that's a, that's Mary? I'm not sure yet, but okay. he's not killed. Okay. okay, Gino. You know he can be annoying. Yeah but then he can bring some hats into the equation. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm I'm very against being stared at when I'm sleeping. So, give me get rid of G, get rid of Mike. Let's kill Mike. Um Oh dear god. Do you think if I marry Gino, he'll I can be <laughs> like his SB? Do you think that's possible?
1: Yeah, but he's going to send your nudes to Jasmine not if I don't send him <laughs> nudes. <laughs> Notify. if I could be talking to other, on. other SBs
2: still. I mean, if he says he has to keep his hat on, I'm always dressed. Oh, I I'm ne- I'm a never nude now. So yeah. what are you going to do about that? You okay. Can't do anything. Okay. So then let's, you know what? Let's marry him. Let's ding Ben. So he leaves me alone and his text can yeah. be blocked. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think, so I, I think I would do it a little bit different. I think I would, I, I think I would, uh, ding Ben. Um,
2: He's, he's in shape. That that was the easiest one with yeah. Ding Ben.
1: Although yes. I don't know if Ben is going to ding until you're married, so that might be a little complicated. But oh, perfect! Um, ben
2: yeah, never ding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that like uh, the you know I think b- being with Ben I think is a lot. Um. So you could ding and get it over with. Um. Mm-hmm. Then I think I'd, I think I could probably marry Mike and
2: kill Gino. Odyssey. That is not the wrong like,
4: answer. Uh,
1: Mike, uh, he'll make you crappy pancakes. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll buy you stuff. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be like more annoying to deal with. But, but Rob,
2: he's going to be... He's sitting in your room right now looking at you while you're doing this podcast. Possibly, that's I but don't, I,
1: I don't look like Jimena. It's possible, uh, you know, we might just be more like
2: roommates. I highly doubt that that's <laughs> how it's going to go down, Rob. But listen...
1: Honestly, Gino, I couldn't deal with Gino all the time. I could.
2: <laughs> I just feel like this cannot be married to Gino. <laughs> there is no right answer here. I really don't think there's like a correct equation to this. Um, you have to just pick whichever poisons and run with it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we'd love to hear from the listeners if they have uh, any ideas, or or in the comments mm-hmm. <laughs> on the uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Let us know yeah, your. That,
2: Ding Your Mary third kill. and final question this week: Ding, Mary, Kill, Ben, Gino, Mike, Go. Okay, all right, Puya, what's coming up for you? So, Rob, besides this podcast, Mass Singer is back and mm-hmm. running. Liana and I talked about the premiere. It's uh, it was fun. They've changed the format a little bit. They've added a little of this, a little bit of that. So. Uh, we had a good time talking about that. That's available on the rap ups feed as well as big brother Canada's on Rob. Yep. I've been doing the Friday morning updates as well as, you know, doing a recap here. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So that'll be available as well. Mm-hmm. And Chappelle and I are finally caught up on Bel Air yes. over on post show recaps. So that's been great. Seven episodes deep now, three more to go for the first season. It's been a good time. Definitely check it out. Find me on Twitter at Puyism. And then if you're looking for non-podcast stuff with me, I do stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash I'm there three, four times a week. We have a good time there as well. I'm all about having a good time when when my plate's full. And when my plate's full, I'm, I'm happy. So uh, can't say nothing but good things, Rob.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Puya, lots of fun here today, of course. Uh, Be sure to check out everything else we're doing over at Rob Has a Podcast where Survivor is back in full swing. Got a lot of Survivor podcasts up over the weekend. Uh, Be sure to check out everything we're doing over at RobIsTheWebsite.com. Subscribe to uh, all of our podcast feed at slash subscribe. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.
3: Bye.